Welcome to the Ike Packers podcast. Go Pack Go. Can the week just fly? Packers coming off the bye. Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're IKE underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. Green Bay's coming off the bye, and they have their sights set on the Denver Broncos, Sean Payton. So we have game preview as well as general NFL talk. What's going on around the league? How can the Packers win the rest of the year? And more. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Ikestead. I'm your host and Packers fans. We have a week, a matchup ahead against the Denver Broncos, so we're coming to you with preview in that game, as well as touching on the greater NFL landscape, so we have a tremendous show. I want to welcome in all the new listeners. We just surpassed 80,000 followers on X. Ike Packers is exploding. Tell a friend. Congratulations, Packers fans, Packers Nation. That's you. That's you out there doing it. And we're so excited to have all of you from the over 100 plus countries listening here today. So it's going to be fun. I'm joined by my co-host, KJ. KJ, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Packers fans, it's great to be with you all. I'm doing great. And I'm doing great because... The NFL has given the Packers the weirdest schedule that I can remember. Uh, we haven't played a game on Sunday in three weeks, and that is just impossible to really get in a routine with. Uh, we got a little bit of a tease of football, and then we got like all sorts of around-the-clock crazy times. I know we have a lot of uh, countries listening. We have over 100 countries listening to this podcast. And that makes things incredibly hard for the fans around the world when you have, like, a Monday night or a Sunday night game. Because it's like, you know, for example, Norway, it's 2 a.m. London, it's like 1 a.m. Australia, they're literally at work the next day. Um, You know, it's just not ideal. And so the Packers play football on Sundays for the next five Sundays. So that is huge. That takes us up to Thanksgiving. And when we're going to be playing Detroit, we're going to be playing the Lions on two Thursdays this year. That's also, like, BS in the scheduling thing. Um, Look, I get it's Thanksgiving, but, like, you shouldn't play a team on two Thursdays. Like, this is football. It's NFL. It should be on Sundays, with the exception of the Thanksgiving. I'll let that slide because of tradition's sake. But the way the schedule shook out this year, we got two Thursday games for the Lions. It's not really football, in my opinion. Um, But I'm going to enjoy it nonetheless. So we've got... Packers basically once a week for the rest of the year and yeah for all the new listeners if you don't know what Ike is it's like basically Ike Packers everybody's take is welcome here your takes are welcome here it's a community where basically you can say whatever take you want and you can back it up and people either latch onto that they'll support that or they might you know let you know how they feel about it I know a lot of people who comment on our posts on X They'll get, like, thousands of likes on their comments underneath our posts because the conversation is so good. And that's just what we want to emphasize is, like, there are certain other Packers communities on the Internet where they they make it seem like there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. And and truth is, things are very complex. There are a lot of different viewpoints. There are a lot of different ideas. And this is a place you can bring those ideas. You can bring those viewpoints. And you're going to get phenomenal entertainment and phenomenal uh, Packers banter and Packers coverage. So all the new listeners appreciate you tuning in. All the old listeners appreciate you. 
we're, this ride is nowhere near over. We got an exciting show. Thanks for having me, Al. Prime time, baby, and it is an exciting game in Denver. Two and three Packers versus one and five Broncos. Not the sexiest records up there, Cage, but Russell Wilson, Jordan Love, Packers, must-win game, must-win game. I believe that's a fair statement. Denver Broncos, also a must-win game for the pride of Russ Wilson and Sean Payton. I mean, what a train wreck, one and five to open the season. Trap game, though, trap game. Don't give them that success, that that satisfaction, and that, that's what I'm worried about here, Cage. I want, let's start with the quarterback match, and Jordan Love, he's got – you know, eight touchdowns, six interceptions. He's got the better record, but Russell Wilson's got 12 touchdowns, four interceptions, and he hasn't played really well at all in my in my book. How, doesn't that indicate that Jordan Love needs to step it up, that he's kind of, you know, come a far away since week two? Yeah, you know, just kind of keep it real. Jordan Love could play better. Um, you know, we're not going to blindly play, praise Love forever and ever eternity like he he could step it up he did not play well last week he needs his teammates to be on the field for him and he also needs to play better and be more accurate but at the same time man you know Jordan Love is not the biggest problem with this team there's like a laundry list of problems before Jordan Love and long story short you said it man the Packers need to win this game this is a must-win game it's a shame that they've put themselves in this situation where it's must-win because if you come in three-two, there's a lot there's a lot less pressure. Like this is a must-win game for the Broncos as well. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton they're fighting for their NFL careers. Like that's how dire it is over in Denver. It's not quite that dire with Matt Lafleur. Um, it's not quite that dire with Jordan Love. But that's the exact kind of thing that has caused the Packers to get, like, hit in the mouth and unable to respond during Matt LaFleur's entire tenure, man. So I said it last week. uh, Things have cooled down a bit since then. But if Matt LaFleur loses this one, Ike Packers is going to have some words to say. And uh, you know that those make the wave. So that's all I'm going to say. Alex, what about you, man? I believe the Packers have to be looking at this game Actually, Cage, a little worried because the offense for Green Bay has been this the issue. And that's kind of what, for me, is like makes this a chance of a trap game because Denver could just hang around. I don't think they're an explosive offense at all. So if the Packers' defense maybe was more of an issue, I don't think that would be the problem. But the Packers, they haven't really proven – you know, the Las Vegas game kind of showed that, hey, maybe there's a game plan out there on Jordan Love. Maybe there's something that's changed in the scouting report that Detroit showed that we haven't seen yet. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see how they bounce back. I think it's anyone's contest, Packers fans. I really think it's like a 50-50 speaking that it's in Denver. Uh, they have all their backs kind of against the wall. Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, they have a lot of pride to play for. We have a lot of young guys just trying to, like, find their ground. And and if you ask me which one has more pressure, that's Denver to win, actually, Cage. But but two and three so far, I'm overall gotta, happy. What, what, do, what do you have to say about, I guess, uh, any of what I just said there? Well, well, Packers fans, the Packers just had a bye, right? So... What does that mean? Growing up, we were told, oh, you got to buy. That's a whole extra week of pre- to prepare, right? Well, nowadays, what that means is, like, players go on vacation, 
AJ Dillon starts getting into the video games, which we can talk about in a sec. Um, you know, it's not like anything, any of these bye weeks have proven to be beneficial for the Packers. Like, certain teams use them to actually, one, get healthy, but two, do some game planning. Matt LaFleur has had two different uh, very stark types of results in his Green Bay tenure. Year one in 2019, the game after the bye, we got rocked to San Francisco. Year two in 2020 for Matt LaFleur, the week after the bye, we got rocked to uh, – I put it up on Ike Packers. I'm blanking on the team name right now. Year three, which was, you know – Buccaneers. Buccaneers. We got rocked to Brady and the Buccaneers. Year three, we barely squeaked by a garbage team. And then year four, which was 2022 last year – we barely squeaked by a garbage team as well. The Rams. So, I don't expect the, the poverty Rams had like none of their team healthy last year. I don't expect Matt LaFleur to really prepare our team to win. I expect the contrary. I think Matt LaFleur is going to have the Packers looking sloppy. And I think if we are going to win, it's going to be some miracle play by the defense or by Jordan Love. So there's that to consider. The Packers are two and two coming off a of bye in Matt LaFleur's era. We've either won barely versus some poverty teams or we've gotten our clocks cleaned. And I'm not very confident, man. Like LaFleur's never really shown he can game plan. We we always deal in the games we lose, we always deal with slow starts, not ideal starts. The other team hits us in the mouth and Man, look at LeFleur. It's it's a complete reflection of LeFleur. If we start hot, I will be over the moon because I'm just so far in the other camp in terms of expectation. I don't expect this to really come out sharp at all, but if we do, I'm going to be loving it just like McDonald's. Well, the Packers did not enter the bye week in an ideal circumstance. They lost to the Raiders, a team that they should have won, and they weren't necessarily totally battered up and injured either. Most of the guys were relatively coming back. And kids, when you have a loss like that, one that kind of stings, you definitely want the next game to come quick. You want to just get that, you know, hot start. You want to come play quick, get that out of your head. They've now had time to think about it. Like you said, we have players going playing video games. We have guys taking off. It's you know, trying to get them back focused for this Denver game. Meanwhile, you got a couple veterans on the other side and Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. What did they do? I don't know, but we'll, we'll see how they, they show up as well. But it, it just general, the Packers, they're kind of also in this way where I don't know if the buy helped them at all. I, I don't really feel like the buy helped yeah. the Packers. And well, you mentioned the the crazy schedule, but it doesn't feel like to me like the buy helped we just don't really carry ourselves as that type of franchise that takes advantage of these things. Um, I know that tradition of the Packers says, hey, they do the little things right, you know, they win team culture. But, like, where has that been for the longest time? You know, I just I haven't seen it myself. Uh, and, Alex, you mentioned something. A.J. Dillon in particular, right, he – Everyone was a little harsh on this guy when he didn't do anything in, like, his first three years in the league. Came out this year when Aaron Jones got hurt, also didn't do anything, couldn't really gain a single yard versus the Falcons. Um, but we really, really, really rushed to, like, praise him 
uh, last week when he had like a 3.7 yards per carry average. And, and obviously that's not really worthy of praise if we're keeping it real and keeping 100. And it pains me to say this because I did get to meet A.J. Dillon. He's a nice guy. He's a, he's a friendly guy. But if you're going to be streaming yourself playing some farm video games online and you're playing this bad and your team is playing this bad, I'm sorry, brother, but that is it for you. Like, you will not be here next year. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Who else streamed video games, Packers fans? You know who he was? His name was Kurt Benkert. He's a fan favorite. Oh, we love him, just like A.J. Dillon. Oh, you know, he's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's pretty good, you know, just like A.J. Dillon, right? Like, oh, 3.6 yards per carry, 3.7, that's not bad. Well, guess what? If you're going to be playing video games, you're going to also be playing terrible on the football field, man. We can certainly find someone who's a better use of capital. and a better like, smart. A better addition on our football team. Like, that's it for A.J. Dillon. He's done. He's going to be yeah. here this year. And then he is going to be into the NFL free agency pool abyss. Maybe he signs a one-year deal with the team. And then, you know, that's it, man. I can't think of any worse way to carry yourself. Like, Christian, well, Watson, just... Christian Watson in the offseason did the race with Simone Biles. You know, maybe that hurt his hammy. And then he passed I out think it did. Losing too hard. I don't even think that's as bad as this because it's not during the season, right? Like, if you're going to be playing video games, if you're going to be having some alcoholic beverages and it's going to be getting out on social media, do it in the off season. Oh, it looks terrible, bro. It looks terrible. Patterson, you have to let us know what you think about that. Like, how do here's, you feel about A.J. Dillon kind of basically here's how I feel. being very comfortable streaming his video games, not really caring? Here's how I feel. We have a friend, Packers fans, who played some football, some soccer in England or the Scotland, actually, the UK. And if he didn't even play in the game and the team lost, he, he told us this one time of where he took his family who was visiting from the U.S. out for dinner. And fans at the dinner came up to him and said, why you eat? Why 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 are you out? Why are you out when the team lost? And AJ Dillon, you are two and three. Why are you streaming video games, man? You should be studying the playbook or at least pretending like you are. Like that's the thing, Cage. It's like the players have no shame in this stuff Bro, these days, man. Like it's, it's driving no, me crazy. And and you know who else played video games too, Packers fans? Kyler Murray. How's that going for him in Arizona, huh? How they doing? Long story short, if you want to play video games, go for it. But if you want to be an NFL player and you want to actually, like, give your all to the team and not be perceived like you're not giving your all to the team, then just do your business the right way. And, um, man, A.J. Dillon, like, I can't really defend it. I can't defend it, bro. You are a nice guy. But your play on the field has been very lacking, and now you're playing video games, streaming like you, you like you're not even, like you, you don't even give a care in the world. Your team. I, I gave you a little bit of respect on the pod last week, and now I have to take yeah. it back, AJ Dillon. Now I have to take it back. You're forcing me to take it back. Yeah, and, and, and uh, I, can't, I can't defend that, man. I, I can't. It's not a good. It's not good for our team. It's not good. Like, yeah, I think that's it. And. and they said Kurt Benkert, you know, who had some words about Matt LaFleur, and I'm not, like, putting my eggs in the Kurt Benkert basket because, like, what has the guy realistically done, right? Nothing. But, 
you know, he, he was basically saying um, how whenever there was, like, a little bit of a disagreement, you know, he, he kind of did everything right besides the video game thing and besides, like, the not uh, – performing on the field and like and that's pretty much aj dylan's exact parallel he does everything right besides perform on the field and besides you know play video games and basically just act like you don't care about this insane one in a million opportunity that millions of football players and thousands of football players would do all sorts of unspeakable things to be in your shoes and have that opportunity. yeah bro if you want to play video games don't be streaming it online it's crazy. Especially not it's when you're two and three. Crazy. I mean, that's just. And don't expect any, like, not to get any. Don't expect back. any love after that. <laughs> no, it's, that's it, man. Um, then there's Matt LaFleur. Uh, then there's Sean Payton. You know, Denver, Packers. How are they stacking up, Alex? Well, you know, you've got Denver. You know, the quarterbacks, we could say it's a push, right? Both of these guys have the ability to play well. Uh, Russell Wilson, you know, Wisconsin guy, he dominates, so you can never count him out. A.J. Dillon uh, versus Jalil McLaughlin. I mean, he's a running back that also doesn't have a ton of yards. Uh, but, you know, they've they've got, like, you know, not really a stacked offense, right? I'm looking at their receivers. Let's check out some of their receivers now. They have Cortland Sutton. He's got 25 catches, 275 yards, four touchdowns. He's a potential trade target, Packers fans. He's 28 years old. He's six foot four. So he's 25 receptions, 275 yards. Keep an eye on this guy. His number is 14 this weekend. Let's see how he does. Is he someone the Packers maybe want to pick up? Before it's too late. Um, Cage. I don't really see any. uh, Yeah, they've got Jerry Jerry Judy. Judy. Yeah, you got to talk about after last week. Steve, or excuse me, Steve Smith, the legend. Oh, I love this. Played on the Carolina Panthers. Steve Smith, just so everyone's aware of which Steve Smith are talking about. He basically went off on jerry judy like i've never heard anyone go off before in my entire life and jerry judy kind of went back at steve smith even more and and steve smith ended up getting the last laugh like what's really short is jerry judy is he's on his last legs as well maybe 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 pakistan's he's like a kelvin ridley situation where he gets a change of scenery and could maybe do well but he's he's kind of like aj dillon where he hasn't performed on the field. His salary's not making sense, and he's hurting you off the field. So, so yeah, Cortland Sutton's a different story, but Jerry Judy's another one of those receivers. Um, maybe he'll ball because he simply has to, and his career is hanging by a thread. Like, that's the other thing to consider. So, I know uh, Denver's got Quinn Minerts on the offensive line. I know they just released Randy Gregory, Frank Clark. You know, they've got Justin Simmons, the – the, the town's safety, they've got, um, you know, Patrick Certain the third, the, the cornerback, but there's not really a ton of talent on the team. They traded away Bradley Chubb last year. Uh, yeah, they haven't had a ton of draft picks. Alex, do you have the stats in front of you? I mean, just, just, just keeping it real, they traded. Let me pull up these exa- this exact trade, Packers fans. What was the Russell Wilson trade? Let's just look at this in hindsight, because as much as I love Russell Wilson, this was franchise dooming. 
I believe, for the Denver Broncos. Because, Cade, you kind of mentioned how they traded Chubb. Okay. Three picks Seattle got in 2022 for Russell Wilson. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Well, they, they got I believe Noah they got Fant. a quarterback as well. They, they got, okay, they got Noah Fant. They got Drew Locke. They got Shelby Harris, a defensive end. From Milwaukee. They, they got ended up getting left pick. tackle Charles Cross, which was ninth overall pick. He's the left tackle that was received. They ended up getting Boy Mafe. Boy Mafe was the 40th overall pick, outside linebacker. And then they ended up getting, this is the third pick of the trade, uh, 145 Tyreek Smith, another outside linebacker. And then apparently they flipped uh, part of that cage into Devin well, they, Witherspoon, well, they who they snagged the with the fifth overall pick. To get Sean Payton. They traded another first to get Sean Payton from the Saints. So it's like, it, it just isn't working out, man. You know, and uh, this, is, this is good because it brings us into, like, the trade deadline. But, Alex, real quick, do you have, like, the stats in front of you? How are their, like, you know, how's their pass attack look? How's their, you know, their, their run attack? And, and, you know, maybe just, like, because certainly they have names. Like, they have Sean Payton. They have Russell Wilson. They have a Jerry Judy. But this team is garbage. And the Packers need to learn what weaknesses they can exploit. Otherwise, we're going to be in serious trouble. Yeah, I'm looking at their running back game. It's not strong. I'm looking at their receiving game. It's not strong. I'm looking at their defense, K. What do you got, bro? Share it with us. I've got – okay, I've it. got – Okay, they have like three people running the ball, right? They've got Jaleel McLaughlin. He's got, you know, a plus six average, but he's only carried it 29 times. They've got Javante Williams. He's got the majority of carries, 48 for 190 yards as well. That's a four average. Then they've got Russell Wilson, who's ran it 22 times for 150 yards. Uh, that's a 6.8 average. So they, they, you know, decent average, but not a lot of yardage total, which means they've been behind in games, which has been the case for the Broncos. Wilson, on the other hand, has thrown 185 times Packers fans. It's a hundred, uh, 1300 yards. So that's 7.1 average. Uh, he's got 12 touchdowns, four interceptions. He's taken 19 sacks. So how are their points? I mean, that, like how many points are they scoring out? Like, is this offense able to, like, regardless of Russell Wilson, what about the total offensive output? What about their defense? You know, like, they barely beat the Bears. Let's talk, like, total team. We we know yeah. Russell Wilson. Okay, so so they're averaging 325 yards a game, and they're giving up 460 yards a game. So that's an eye-popping stat right away off, this, off the board, Packers fans. Defense, pretty atrocious this is going to be hopefully a time for christian watson to go uh they've been winning penalties actually so they haven't been doing a lot of penalties let me keep seeing it's not i think it's the defense cage it looks like their defense is just bottom of the league let me i could maybe confirm that but they're giving up 33.3 points a game they're scoring 21 so okay okay so so long story short is you know, we gotta we gotta prevent them from scoring three TDs. You know, if we can hold them under twenty, I think that this defense being porous enough as it is, you know, losing some of these guys, Frank Clark, 
uh, Randy Gregory suffering some injuries and nicked up guys of their own, if we can score 21 to 24 points and beat this team, like hold them to 17, that's the kind of gritty win we're going to have to do. Because I don't know if I trust Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love and Christian Watson and A.J. Dillon, certainly not, but like, I don't know if I trust him to get his 28 or 31 points. You know, that's like a tall task. I believe that the the Denver Broncos have a better chance of, of scoring 30 points than the Packers do, but obviously our defense is better. So, like, if our defense holds them, we should win this game. If they make Jordan Love score 30-some points, we're in a recipe for disaster. Uh, Alex, do you have an X factor for the game? Well, I was just wondering, what is the status of Eric Stokes? If he's back, he's my X Factor, Packers fans, because let's take up the cornerback position up one level. That's how you, you know, maybe do do what Jair says and don't allow a touchdowns. We'll see what if I'm not sure on his status cage, it's probably gonna be questionable. So we'll see Packers fans well, if he's I, out I there. I expect him to play. Like, if he's not out there, what is he doing? You know, Aaron Jones. I think it's going to come down to coaching. Hey, Aaron Jones back at practice, Packers fans. Aaron Jones back at practice. Okay. That's some good news. Devondre Campbell missing, and Quay, Quay Locker also did not practice. But I would expect Quay to be out there on the field. Man, he, he has to be on the field. Otherwise, we're not going to win. Um, yeah, I think it's going to come down to coaching. I really do. Both these rosters leave a lot to be desired. I think both of these rosters have pieces that are underachieving. And we both have coaches that hopefully can do more than they are. Uh, I think I don't have a good feeling about this one. I think that the way that the Broncos' backs are against the wall bodes not very good for us. I, I'm picking the Packers 24-17 just because I think they're, the Denver Broncos have lower to go still. It's not because I'm very believing that the, the Packers in their current form can, can you know, go and, and win the games they should, especially on the road, especially in Maha Stadium. But I do think it's going to get worse for Denver before it gets better. And if it, if it gets worse for the Packers before it gets better – like, if we lose this game, the season's on life support, and Matt LaFleur will be on the hot seat if he's not on the hot seat already. Alex, what's your prediction? I mean, Denver is one of five teams in the NFL that's one in five, and the Packers are two and three. I mean, I've been saying it all podcasts. It's got the makings of a trap game. I am terrified, Packers fans, because we could be sitting two and four, or it could be sitting three and three on paper. Packers should win this game. No doubt about it. Aaron Jones being back. I think that changes things a lot, especially from Denver's perspective. They're getting gashed on defense. They don't have to worry about Aaron Jones. He's going to help big. Okay. So I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to say uh, they're going to win 28 to 17. But, you know, a bit of me is I, I could I could see everything kind of you know either falling apart for the broncos or going well for them this is a this is a two path you know game for both yeah. franchises here like packers fall into two and four cage that's danger zone 
and especially after a bye week, like that's what's so it makes this week so important because we have to be able to game plan and beat a a team that we are more talented than. You know, we just have to be able to do that. It's one of Mark Cuban's most famous sayings is in his book, How to Win at the Sport of Business. He says, everybody has the will to win, but not everybody has the will to prepare. And you can just see it with the Kyle Shanahan's. You can see it with the Andy Reid's. And you oftentimes miss it with Matt LaFleur, but he's had ample time to prepare. So has the team. It's now or never. It's now or never. These rosters are both underachieving. And it's got to be which guy can coax the most talent out of these talented players. You know, um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, like here's the thing about LaFleur. He's just not inspiring. So maybe if I were him, like, you see teams bringing in guys for pregame speeches and stuff. Maybe bring one of these, like, Navy SEALs, like a Jocko Willis, or maybe bring someone in, whether it's, like, a business figure, whoever, someone to just, like, speak to these guys and actually get them fired up and motivated. Because LaFleur's not doing it. Like, maybe that's beside They tried Lil Wade. <laughs> yeah, we honestly try. I think we might need to keep going back to the drawing board because it, whatever is we've tried so far isn't working. It's so critical. We cannot come out flat. That's been a problem for years past Packers fans is when you come out flat. It just makes getting it so over hard the Roger effect. Yeah, let's not let's not deny this. that that was real. I mean, the when Rogers was walking out there with you, you he inspired confidence. He inspired just a preparation level to not let that man down. I think amongst his teammates. Just the winning record, right? The the tenure of Rodgers was able to kind of elevate teammates. Love's going to have to have his growing pains. He's going to have to establish, establish himself as a winner, Cage. Like, that's something he hasn't done yet. Jordan Love, he was, he was he's been cooling, as I would say. He's been cooling yeah. off because Packers fans, looking at the rest of the schedule, which is now up on, on X, Denver, Minnesota, Rams, Steelers, Chargers, Lions, Chiefs, Giants, Buccaneers, Panthers, Vikings, Bears. KJ, you posted that that was a 41% win percentage. I mean, that has to be the easiest record in the NFL. It has to be the easiest schedule in the NFL. And and this team has every ability to make the playoffs. And we're going to find out what side of that 40% cage the Packers are on. Right? Are they below a 40% team or they're above? And this week is really just that true test of that. I uh I think they'll get the job done. There's no reason not to believe it. The defense is going to be relatively healthy, even without Devondre Campbell. If you got Quay going, Darnell Savage is back at practice. I think you can win this game uh, from both sides of the ball. Do you have um, any final thoughts for Packers fans today? Man, I think it's going to be epic because oh, it's going to go either way. Uh, but like you said, Alex, we have to win this game. You know, I think, Packers fans in our Packers polls from last week showed they overwhelmingly. Oh believe yeah, should we read off some polls? Love. Well, we've done like definitely that we, you know, they overwhelmingly believe in Jordan Love, but they don't overwhelmingly believe in Lafleur, and they certainly don't believe in Joe Barry. But that falls under the Lafleur umbrella. So to me, what's most exciting is I'm looking at you, Lafleur. Like 
So Jordan Love's going to be here no matter what. You know, either you start proving you deserve to be here, or we're we're going to kind of, you know, we're going to we're going to do whatever we're we going to replace you. <laughs> yeah, this Packers team is is getting back to a championship caliber roster. Uh, around the NFL Packers polls, Al, what do you got? I'll ju- we'll just touch a little bit around the NFL. There's five teams that are five and one. That's the Eagles, 49ers, Lions. 49ers lost to the Browns. That was surprising. Then you have Cage, the Chiefs five and one, the Dolphins five and one, and uh, the Jaguars and Ravens both four and two at top of their division. I expect the Jaguars to get that division against over the Colts, Texans, and Titans. I expect the maybe the Dolphins to at least snake a playoff spot. I don't know if they'll outlast the Bills. Jets are three and three, making a little bit of a resurgence. KJ, uh, the Jets are. Where do well, you Rogers, stand uh, on, I guess? Play. I mean, well, I, good. Like, that's all you need to know. If the Jets can hang around, look out. Rodgers is throwing balls without any crutches. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Like, we all know what he's doing. <laughs> is he really? Bro, have you not seen the video? Like, he's No, a- I'm going to have to look crazy. this up right now. It's crazy, but, but the Jets, I mean, it's all about Rodgers. You know, if they can hang around and, and get him back, whether it's this year and we witness incredible entertainment just down the stretch, or whether it's next year. <laughs> 34 days Rogers since staring his Achilles, Rodgers is throwing what? the football you know without. You know 34 days after tearing his Achilles, he's throwing a football with no help. Let that show that to Aaron Jones, show that to Christian Watson, show it to anybody the, on the Packers. The man is coming back. He's coming back. Yeah, the pack, like if Aaron Rodgers can do this after tearing his Achilles, the Packers can get their players on the field. Um, wow. That, how about that? Yeah. Some Monday motivation for your Packers fans. 34 days. This man is something else. And, uh, you know, I believe full-heartedly in Jordan Love. I think a lot of the majority of Packers fans do as well, so just know that. And, Cage, I think getting back to winning ways, competing for being above 500, kind of setting the tone for your career, it's it's everything, being a winner. I think that's more important than getting your stats, getting your offensive plays so far this year. I'd rather Jordan Love not have the sexiest stats, but at least have wins, have the Packers competing so that he's used to that hunger for that, you know, Aaron Rodgers type hunger cage. Because when I see that, I see hunger. I see a guy dying to get back on the football field, you know, and that's what I want to see from our Packers players. That's what I want to see from our players that are injured, dying to come back. Where is that spirit? And let's see what Aaron Jones can do. So I'm motivated. Thank you for tuning in, Packers fans. If you like the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Text it to a friend. That's the number one way to help us grow. Send us DMs on Ike Packers. You know, we always appreciate reading them. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Okay, do you have any questions maybe Packers fans should uh, text another Packers fans this week? Packers fans, text the show to a friend and ask them, if the Packers lose to the Broncos this week, is the Matt LaFleur... On the, you know, is he on the hot seat? Is he gone? Should they fire him? Like, that's a great conversation starter. And you could bring up the fact that the Packers off their buys the last four years with Matt LaFleur, we've won two, we've lost two. The, the teams we've beaten, we snuck out ugly wins or his cupcakes. The teams we've lost, 
we've gotten absolutely shellacked. It has not been close. We've been out of the game very early. So I think to me, this is definitely a wedge point in our season. We still have a path, uh, but we can't keep dropping games. We need to win. So yeah, Pakistan's Texas show a friend. Any take is welcome here. We appreciate you as always. Go Pack Go. this episode of the Ike Packers podcast and want to help the show, please subscribe, tell a friend, and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This is how we can continue to give great value to you. As always, till next time, Packers fans, go Pack, go, go Pack, go.
soul quiet My soul's alone, it's fine 